Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast Season 4, Episode 4, Repo, the Genetic Opera. If this is your first time checking out the podcast network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live videocast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. Camp slash horror cast. Hey everybody, welcome to Camp Slash Horrorcast, where we talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8 p.m. Central. I'm your head camp counselor, Doc. I'm here with other head camp counselors. We have Raph. 17 and he can't stop me ramirez <laughs> raf how are you sir fantastic sir fantastic excellent excellent next we got miles why oh why are my genetics such a bitch francis miles how are you <laughs> good man i was gonna uh seeing everything tonight like the uh subtitles yeah. bit, but i just uh, i don't have the voice for it oh man you should sing though that would be awesome i would love it you can sing i was thinking the that same would be thing. great oh, oh. My cats are fighting Interesting. Next, we got David. I remember marking every victim with acute precision. Jessup, David, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this movie. I didn't know I loved so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and finally, we got Richie. I'm a monster. I'm a villain. What perfection? What precision? The Wizkid. What's your last name? Tressler, right? Yeah. 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 I think it's, well, according to Zoom, it's the Wizkid. The Wizkid. Yeah. <laughs> how are you, Richie? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm, I need to apologize to at least two of you about Why? this. Why? Raffi, I'm sorry that this movie yeah, didn't have any um, <laughs> any lesbian teachers that were trying to molest their underage <laughs> students. And Miles, I'm sorry that there were no subtitles on this one. I know how both of you love those things. It did have two hot twins, though. <laughs> That's enough. There was man. the there was the comic book section. That's like subtitles. That I had to cool. read. <laughs> Which oddly they didn't. I thought it would have been better if they had the grave robber actually say the things that were on the subtitles, which I thought was a weird decision. But we'll get there. So you are for dubbing instead of subbing. I knew <laughs> I had it. Yes, I am. All right. Release date July 2018, November 7th, 2008. Uh, running time 98 minutes with a budget of 8.5 million. Box office 188,000. Ouch. Synopsis A worldwide epidemic encourages a biotech company to launch an organ financing program, program similar in nature to a standard car loan. The repossession clause is a killer, however. <laughs> All right. So let's check out. The Starring Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the movie, too. <laughs> All right. Let's watch the trailer or at least a portion of it. Rich is already giving out the recommendation. <laughs> this was Richie's recommendation. It's his movie. By the middle of the twenty. I was talking about Repo. Organ repo. Oh, my bad. Wide epidemic. <laughs> but Jinko was there to satisfy the demand so, for organ. So, just so you all know, the guy who plays the gravekeeper, he's a writer of the uh, the the script and the music. He also did the panels for the uh, the comic book section. Damn, dude. The problem is, if you miss a payment, Jinko sends out the Oh shit! So the and when he okay, finds you, is the movie gonna be shown? Your time is pretty up. much. Yeah, the trailer's long. Wow! I'm rocking to that. <laughs> that song wasn't in the movie. Nope. There were two songs that were in the movie. I think that's good enough for the trailer. Richie has the director's <laughs> cut. Uh, I was rocking to that. All right, yeah, we watched Repo, the genetic opera. Like I said, Richie's pick. All right. Uh, histories with the movie. Does anyone have history other than Richie? 
I, I have a weird I have a weird history in that I've never seen it until Sunday or was it Saturday I watched it. But it was one of those movies I always saw on the uh, blockbuster aisle, and I've almost <laughs> rented it about a thousand times. And I never knew it was a rock opera. I thought it was just a slasher horror movie. I never read the genetic opera. I never would have thought. But if I would have known it was a rock opera, I would have watched it. See, I had the almost exact opposite situation in that I saw this movie on the shelf at Blockbuster like all the time. Like, oh, this looks badass. But I traditionally don't like musicals. So I'd be like, oh, rock opera. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Richie, how did you come across it? Uh, this was something that was on my dad's radar for a long time. And I'm trying, I can't remember. He might've been one of the $188,000 spent in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if I pull out my Blu-ray right now, the Blu-ray is from Blockbuster and I worked there for almost six years. So I'm pretty sure my dad just went in and bought it at that point. Um, but I'd only seen like five minutes of it before earlier today when I watched it. Oh, really? So yeah. you never really saw before this. So. I wanted to pick a movie that I would get to see with fresh eyes, basically. Oh, wow. That's nice. cool. Very nice. we got somebody coming in. Camp slash Midnight Society. I don't know. Jay. Is, but let's get them in here. There's no video. All He's right. Who is, it? who is it's it? It's Jay, dude. The mystery. The mi- oh, you <laughs> Jay. What's up, Jay? How we doing, guys? Hello, Jay. Good. Good, <laughs> Good to see you, <laughs> Jay. We got to give him a thing. It's Jay Maggots Vermin. They want the world <laughs> for nothing. McClintock. There we go. We got him going. All right, Jay. Have you, you seen this movie before? You got history with it? Oh, tons, man. I'm like the biggest Buffy fan you've ever met, man. I, I watch. <laughs> I watch Buffy the Musical like once a year for the best twenty years. So Anthony Stewart Head's doing it. Count <laughs> me in. Yeah, so you saw this when it first came out? Oh, yeah. Actually, I saw this. Uh, it's funny because this movie, it, it, I love when movies come out that are very similar to one another. So another movie about repossessing organs came out around the same time called Repo Men with uh, Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is an absolutely true story. Wow, this is I the saw- first I'm hearing of this. Wrap it and bring it up early or anything. Uh, but so this, the same movie, similar movie came out with a similar premise, right? And then uh, I actually saw the wrong movie. I saw this movie with uh, Emilio Estevez called Repo Man. With That's a great, great. That soundtrack, if you like punk rock music from the 80s, that's a killer soundtrack, man. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Blah, blah, blah. Right on, right on. Enjoying this episode? Go check out Geekster, a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections. Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. All right, well, let's get into talking about it. Uh, It begins with uh, comic book panels. And like I said, I think I would have liked them better if the grave robber would have read them out. It seemed a little bit weird that he didn't. And it seemed a little bit weird that we had to read them uh, ourselves. But they were short enough that it wasn't a big deal. And it was just weird that they used them to begin with. I thought that was the only thing that was kind of off in this movie. Did anyone enjoy the comic book panel? No, no. I I I liked those a lot. I just thought that the grave robber character was almost unnecessary to some extent. No, he's he's the bard. He's the one telling the story. No, if I'm reading it to your point that you just made, that's what I'm, I'm like. It seems like having both but not having him like tell the story is redundant. Yes. But I did. I actually like the comic book panels a lot. Like I thought those were really fun. Right on. And like I said, it's weird. The guy who played the grave robber, he's the one who did the panels. So he's a comic book artist, too. And he wanted everybody to shut up and let him just like focus on his work. (laughs) Well, I mean, he the history of it is very interesting. They began it as an idea in like the early 2000s. And it was an off Broadway kind of situation where they put together a version of the play and the songbook and everything like that. And then uh, they started just doing it as like a small thing and people liked it. It got good reviews. So they just kept creating and changing as they created. And they continued to rewrite the songs and remove songs and change some of the characters, like the father the, the, of the company. He wasn't always a father. He was actually the youngest brother originally. So they changed that to be the father character. And then they took out some of the other characters and switched them around. They ended up removing some songs. Richie, I think you said that earlier. They removed two songs from the movie alone. So it, it eventually in the 2008 Darren Lynn Bowsman, who directed 
Spiral, which we just watched recently, uh, and oh, nice. uh, a lot of the Saw movies. I think he directed two, three, and four. He created the movie, but he also directed one of the, the performances, uh, stage plays for it. So he was very familiar with the material. So he was probably the right director to do it. Um, but yeah, what's interesting, like I said, the Bard character is one of the writers in the musical himself. And he, I think he kills it. I think he's awesome. I think the, the grave robber is the, probably the best in the movie next to the father. Oh, Raph, you're shaking your head. No, what's up? Yeah, no, we could have done away with the grave robber. He Why? Really, other than narrating and giving you a little bit of backstory, um, you know, I could have just read a couple more uh, comic book strips and I would have been fine with that. But yeah, the father has to be the best actor or the best character in this one. I really enjoyed him. He kills it. And he was on Buffy, right? You said, Jay? He was yeah. On... yeah. It's Anthony Stewart had, man. Yeah. yeah he, he played the, the Nathan, the, the Rufus character, but who wasn't Rufus. Uh, uh, who was the, who was the Giles? Who, yeah. I hey, so yeah. Um, I mean, and yeah, they did musicals on Buffy, and that's when Darren Lynn Bowsman saw that. He literally is like, I want him in this movie as the repo man and i thought that was pretty cool he did not want paris hilton though which I, about halfway through the movie i'm like is that fucking paris hilton i did the know? same thing i did the exact same thing i didn't yeah. i have to do the cover and i didn't realize her name was on <laughs> i thought she was really good in this she like, was that's good the weird part i even said like halfway through watching this i wish that she had brought this much passion and energy to her sex tape it would have been which ah! <laughs> <Right>. one <laughs> <laughs> one night in paris is like the most boring porno i've ever uh, seen in my life dude oh my god i'm getting one night in china's pretty bad too oh yeah at least china looks see. like she's having fun <laughs> <laughs> paris, paris is like it's almost like is this what watching somebody who's been roofied looks like oh, like it, it was god. not not a good experience it's pretty bad yeah but they were yeah. the whole thing yeah. <laughs> I know, uh, David, uh, accuracy? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> why do you Why do you think I, I'm keeping quiet? <laughs> so Anything yeah, else says can and will be used against him in the court <laughs> yes. of law. But she's pretty good in the movie. But like, I didn't even realize it was her until like her, after her big scene where she gets injected and stuff like that. I was like, then I was like, is that Paris Hilton? Uh, but the whole time I was thinking like she that she's killing it. Dude, They're I read not... something uh, kind of cool about her for this movie. You said like he didn't even want to give her an audition. Apparently, like when she finally got her audition, she showed up like in full costume with like passion and like Whoa. was really there to kill it. And then even at one point, the production ran out of money. So yep. she agreed to do a nightclub appearance just to like fundraise for the film, yeah. essentially. It was oh, $50,000. Really cool, yeah. And a lot of the costumes used for like the background characters were from her personal collection. Oh, that's dope. That's so, like, she cool. contributed. Like, it's really weird seeing how like dedicated she was, but apparently she just really loved the story and the script a lot and thought she'd be perfect for that character. And, and now she was terrible deep. in uh, <laughs> in Wax uh, House of Wax. Like she she just yeah, it didn't even seem like she was trying. But in this, she was so much better. It was like I was really impressed with her character, actually. Right on. Yeah. Uh, her. She's good. Bill Mosley brings the fucking pain. I love Bill Mosley regardless of what he does. Like the dude is a character actor through and through. He kills it. And this character is just a lot of vulgarity and yelling, but I'm there for it. I'm <laughs> like, he's, he's doing the lines, the brother who's in the mask or the face. I don't know what he is, but he was cool too. Like everyone's doing top notch. Bro. Performances. Paul Servino on it. The, the, the actual fucking, uh, oh, you know, the guy I'm owning the whole company and stuff. Mm -hmm. the Rizzo yeah, or Roddy. Roddy, uh, Roddy, thank you. I can't think of the name. Yeah, he's awesome. He he's just he's a good character actor too. And you, right. you never. And this is the thing. He's he's like a legit actor. Yeah. Like of all the people in this movie, I mean, he was in Goodfellas. <laughs> I mean, this guy has got skins on the wall, and for him to go all in and just knock it out of the park, singing, acting, everything was great to see. He yep. he brought a lot of gravitas to the uh, <laughs> role. Um, yeah. But can we get can we get to the fucking music? All right, Fuck get the news. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. And I love the fact that it just is like, there is no pausing, dude. There is no, let's stop and like have a little uh, expose and talk for a while. It is like song after song and they're short. So there's nothing that we're like, oh, get this over with. It's like, boom, 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 boom. I fucking loved it. Okay, I'm done. I think there were, <laughs> in that, in that regard, I'm sorry. There's 59 songs, if I'm, I think, in this movie. Insane. And there's barely little talking. Go ahead, Jay. What were you going to say? Well, that's what an opera is. I mean, uh, it really is an opera. Uh, I, I I worked a couple operas in college, and like, yeah, there is no talking. 
It is 100% singy, sing, sing. So, so is that like it, even it, different from a musical where a musical would be like absolutely. acting oh, yes. with British? Oh, musicals, yeah. musical has, has tons of uh, talking Dialogue. parts. Yeah. That's why in this one, you're like, man, all they're doing is sing. I was like, yeah, that's an opera, man. Operas do not tell the story in any way except for song. That's just the way it is. Honestly, so I, thought, I, 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 I enjoy yeah. this one more than I normally enjoy most musicals, and I did not know there was a difference. I'm wondering if it's like the the back and forth is what bothers me. It's like a break in the the flow of the narrative because I actually <laughs> thought this was pretty cool, and I agree the way it would just like flow from one song to the next. And most of the songs, as David already pointed out, were fucking bangers, dude. Like, I mean, there was never a time where I was like, oh, I'm kind of over this one. It's my only complaint is there's not a single. Five hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> Thank God there was. There's no song that is like super rememberable, other than maybe Repo Man. Angela's job is pretty rememberable. That was a pretty pretty banging banging spot. Well, maybe just because there's so many. Maybe it's because there are so many songs. It's really hard to focus on one because you're boom, 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 right after another. And I'm not against any of the songs. I thought it was great, but it's not an earworm. I'm looking for an earworm. What is the song I take with me? Where's my cat's memories moment? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well, like there's uh, well, again, you're talking about musicals. Like as far as operas go that you probably know a lot of the songs from, uh, you probably don't even know the words, but you know the rhythm is like uh, Carmen. Carmen's got a ton of... Uh, Little little riffs that are used in commercial projects and everything, but you couldn't tell me the name of any of those songs. And that's that's another big difference between the world of opera and the world of musicals is that it's you're you're like you said you're lambasted with everything, so it's kind of hard to just you you can't like it's hard to pick apart an opera as much as it is to experience it all at once. That's what I at least in my experience. Look, well, I think I think a musical is for a younger audience. Because you need a, you have a less, uh, a less time ex uh, to pay attention, so that you need uh, to stop singing, so somebody refreshes your memory, so they talk, and then the opera is for an older audience who can sit through it and pay attention. Bro, I was captivated from the moment it started to the end. I thought I wasn't gonna like it because opera, I'm not that big of a fan, but it was great. And then it was different uh -huh. genre. It wasn't just rock. It was classical, and then the, they there was almost EDM in there, and then rock. It was just some goth. So he had some goth in there. There was yeah, definitely great. a lot of chugga chugga guitars going on, which I was there for. Because like yeah. I, I, my my thought was this is kind of like Edge Lord the musical, and I I, I kind of dug it though. I was like I'm totally Edge Lording right now with this. I'm digging it. Uh, Raph, I thought you didn't like it. I thought you were gonna say you hated it. No, I was gonna say uh, I liked this movie, but I could have done without the singing. But I didn't get to it. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it was really fun. Uh, the kill, it was awesome. It was just awesome. I was the literally on awesome. the edge of my seat watching. It. I'm not joking because I was like, "Really? What the fuck?" Yeah, happen that's how next? I was. <laughs> Ooh, Richie, really? What do you mean by really? Did you like it? I or just, did you not? He didn't think we were gonna like it. I about <laughs> about 15 minutes in, I was like. Everybody's gonna up. fucking hate this. Um, I thought the beginning of the movie was incredibly boring, and I felt like the songs were like they were forcing the lyrics at the beginning of the movie. I felt like as the story got more intertwined, and I felt like it got more encompassing, and it was a lot better at that point. Once once you realize how connected everybody was, it got a lot more enjoyable. Once we started talking about uh, you know, Blind Mag, who I love that character, I thought it got a lot better. But the beginning, I just I. I almost I loved that they were going all in with their with their acting and singing at the beginning, but it almost kind of took me out of the moment. Like I wasn't quite ready for the extreme level at the beginning, but I felt like it got better. I just wish the whole time I was like, this is a horror podcast. And I feel like I've seen very little horror at this point. And I had to just kind of break my mind away from that thought and just try to enjoy the movie. I wanted there to be more killing in the movie, honestly. What about the first kill? He literally cuts her throat and rips out her heart. Like, yeah. great uh, gore, man. The puppet, scene, great gore. Dude, the puppet, the puppet scene, scene was, was fantastic. Oh, my favorite that was thing fantastic. Yeah, when it's he like singing the guy puppet. Like <laughs> puts that hand up in there and starts making yeah. them talk. That was terrific, but man. They, they said they said that the, um, the opera at the end, the narrator, the bard, said it was going to be in, like incredibly bloody and then only two and a half people, I'll say, died because the old man died of a heart attack. So I guess three, but, um, or cancer or whatever got him. But I, I felt like the, the ending was going to be a lot bloodier, but I did love the way that the blind, blind Mag, mags death. Was that was, really that was a really oh, cool sweet, man. She takes I was wondering the how they're going to do that. Fingers and the takes eyes. out the eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
pops him out. That was bomb, dude. And those and eyes then, were so cool. The fact that they were like projector eyes. That song when she's singing, she's projecting the picture of her mother in front of her and the mother singing like kind of in, in unison with her. It reminds me so of those cool. people that can like do a loop where they, they're playing like every single instrument and looping it. And then by the time they go around like seven times, they have like the whole band, they're singing their guitar, their piano, their drums, they're all of it. She's just like doing that in the future. Yeah, it was super cool. <laughs> it was badass. Um, yeah, I, I felt like it was bloody enough. Like the only thing I wanted more with is when he's killing like the random soldiers that are coming for him. But I was like, but by that point, I was like, you know what? I'm fine with this because I was so in the flow of the movie and I can't stress enough edge of the seat. Like, I don't get that way for movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like so intrigued because I didn't know where the story was going. And it's a simple story of mm-hmm. revenge, but it's it moves so, really fast. Yeah. And it's so intriguing. And like, it doesn't have a traditional three act structure, uh, you know, and I was totally down for the story. You know, the fact that he has this daughter that he keeps held in the in the house and and you're kind of not sure she's sick because she's going out on her own. You know what I mean? Like and that whole thing where he was poisoning her. That was you quite a now because I didn't I didn't think he was. I, I like that was a whole different thing that came across in the third act. Did you guys kind of suspect he was poisoning her? I just thought he was keeping her there. So, oh, you know. yeah, I, I got a, uh, a Munchausen by proxy vibe from. Him. Yeah, big time. And the fact that she forgives him in the end, you know, when she's totally like, I still love you. And the way that it parallels the story of the, the rich man who has the three children he can't stand, who fake love him because they want his millions. And they keep reiterating over and over again, I'm going to get the old man's money when he dies. No, I'm going to get the old man's money. And then you've got this girl who is actually being abused by her father who still loves him at the end of it. I thought that was interesting because like, he's well, not a good guy. But was he abusing her though? He was just yeah, he was poisoning her, poisoning her, dude. And, and he's right. he was trying to find the cure though, wasn't he? No, well, he was, I think he that was basically. Was I, I think I got the vibe because he lost his the wife situation and wanted to keep kept, her locked up and kept her. She was like a representation of his wife and kind of like I don't want to lose you again, so yeah. I'll just keep you. I'll keep you yeah. sick, like keep Munchausen you. by proxy. I'll keep you sick, so you'll so you'll need me. You'll that's, always need me. I think that's. I like that choice though. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's why they put her in the black dress at the end because it was like psychological warfare to mm-hmm. like remind him even further, like you know, representing what you lost. Yeah. But he had the cure too, is the fucked up part, and they never, they never reveal like they reveal to the audience that that Roddy is the one that switched the drug inside Nathan's home before he tried to administer the cure to his wife. And like you think that that thread's going to get pulled further later on in the in the story, and it never does. That's just this terrible secret that we know. And now everybody who knows is dead. So they'll never know that like Nathan actually had the cure at one point, more than likely. Yeah, but she doesn't even have the disease. That's what's fucked up. She doesn't yeah. have that disease. What she does now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After all the poison. <laughs> very layered. Very layered uh, choices. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it was yeah I love cool. I loved her song when she does her the rock and roll thing and the uh the, the 17 17 song, song. Like, yeah. I like the guitar I'm sorry, the skeleton like comes to life and is like yeah dancing in the background Stuffed animals yeah. jamming yeah. and then joan jet motherfucking show that's who that was <laughs> yeah. brings the chugga chuggas like yeah. a son of a bitch i was like oh, right on. yeah there's gotcha. so much there's so much going on it moves so and the gore is great the gore mm-hmm. is top notch i love the gore it's fun and his 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 costume that that guy that mm. character needs an action figure. Yeah, Nothing it's called the Riddler action. from the new Batman. Oh, <laughs> huge fucking I love, resemblance. I love the the light inside the mask where you can yeah. see his eyes. That's a really cool choice. But it's a great because it's like it's ca- kind of like a butcher's feel to it, where it's dark and it has that like kind of almost like a uh, like that the type of texture that is like a garbage bag. And give it up to the actor, too, because he played sympathetic father who was keeping mm-hmm. a secret and a lie to the sadistic murderer almost like he took pleasure within those kills. And you could tell like whenever he's holding up the mask at one point like a puppet and then he actually uses the body as a puppet. He's having fun with these kills like he enjoys it. And that's his double life. That's his dirty secret. He's so good at the job. He can't help but to enjoy himself at it. And that's probably why he's good at it. He, he does that. His character does that too. At the times you can see a distinct change between father and then butcher. And he does it with his voice too. Like when he goes like full maniac a few times, his voice is completely different, which to me, it's like if you're wearing a mask and you hear that voice, that'd be fucking mm. creepy. 
Yeah. And and he can sing too. That motherfucker. Yeah, he yeah, absolutely can sing. Bitch. And even though I, I know they're lip syncing with like the soundtrack, like you can tell yeah. it's not they're not singing in person these things. Everyone kills it. Everyone does a great job. Everyone emotes. Everyone moves their mouths in interesting ways. I just I was I was just totally enthralled by this movie. And I want to see it. I want to see it live because oh, I, yeah. love, I love I, you got, uh, I loved um, Hedwig and the angry uh, Hedwig Inch. and the angry Inch live is amazing. Uh, Rocky mm-hmm. Horror. I love live live rock, especially when they have a band. When there's an actual live band playing, I would love to see this live. It would be fucking awesome. That would rock. I, I read but, that yeah. the uh, the ending is changed from the stage production. Like mm-hmm. apparently Nathan does not die at the end of the stage performance. Interesting. I was, I, I was gonna say, yeah, the ending was pretty awesome that it ends on a stage and they're all performing <laughs> on a stage. That was really cool because he went from all those uh different rooms to the stage. I was I, I really enjoyed that. And, and then her play falling with the Oh, yeah. The other thing is, I thought that that was the one week thing at the end where she doesn't get the company. And I, I kind of wanted her to get the company. Uh, and then the three siblings come out and they're like, well, Amber gets it. Uh, Paris Hilton gets this shit. And that's the way it is. And I'll fucking kill you, motherfuckers. I was like, I mean, she did save the film, so she kind of deserves it. I just don't know. Man. <laughs> I just, I just wanted, I, I don't, I, it was such a weird ending, but I guess her freedom is what she needed. And I thought that was kind of cool. But this I laughed that she donated her face or whatever to, for charity. And then the other yeah. brother bought it. Brother bought it. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other brother killed the top three bidders before that point. <laughs> yeah. So in kind of a Star Wars twist, this is supposed to be the middle of a trilogy. And they wanted to do the prequel next and then do the sequel. Uh, but obviously that never happened because one hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars is all that brought in. So, but this is a cult classic. This is oh, yeah. a lot of top twenty-five cult lists, and people love this movie. And I can see why. Like now that I've seen it, I would definitely want to share this with other people and get the word out there because it holds up. It's good. It's damn good, and it's fun. So, Raph, can't hear you. Well, that's what we're doing with this podcast. That's right. Sharing We're preaching it. the good word. <laughs> Testify. The word of horror movies are coming your way. Um, sing it. You got to sing it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the word of horror movies. <laughs> I don't got anything. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, the Blu-ray. Right. The Blu-ray actually. The Blu-ray had no play movie button. You had to hit testify to get it to start playing. Very nice. <laughs> got testify. Uh, was there a commentary track? Do you know? Because uh, it, well, there has to be because the opening paragraph said the views expressed in this are just on the individuals and not on the company that made saw whatever Lionsgate. yeah and twisted so. pictures yeah when yeah. i saw twisted pictures because i didn't realize darren lynn bowsman directed this i was like saw people made this mm-hmm. and then his name popped up i was like oh i totally fucking forgot that he directed this i'm pretty sure that's how they marketed the movie when it came out was like hey remember all these saw movies you love well you know the, the company that produced that also produced this yeah dude on that note i don't remember any marketing for this at all like i, no, I don't really. until i, don't I saw it on the shelf of blockbuster yep. i never even heard of it and can, can you imagine the poor blockbuster guy who gets it and is like where the fuck do i put this yeah. <laughs> where is my where is my goth rock opera section there's just one giant shelf and it's just by itself that's it like, i know i mentioned uh i know i mentioned that it was it came out at the same time as repo man but now i'm even thinking now that we start talking about the fact that you know Evan Stewart Head's character is such a butcher. There's a third movie that came out around this time called Midnight Meat Train, yep. which is Ooh. also about a character butchering people. Like literally all in 2008. Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah. I was saying yeah. like all these movies about this exact kind of weird, very subset of, of horror where that's to do with butchery and everything. Three different movies at one time. It's probably pretty easy to get lost in the fray. That was Bradley uh, Cooper, right? Who's in it that? It was, yep. yeah. Vinnie yeah. Jones, too. That's a fucked yeah. up movie. It's good though. Um, definitely put that on your extreme gore list because that movie fucking provides you with buckets and buckets of blood. Um, anything else about the movie, guys? Anything else you want to say specifically? I, I just absolutely I love it when I come across something that I had no idea I would love so much. Yeah, you know, and this I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. I love the songs, I love the gore. This is gonna um, become like an annual watch for you, David. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Crank, crank it. I'm going to crank it up. I love it. I, I'm actually looking online trying to find tickets. There is a live performance in Salt Lake City in January. So really? I am like, there's a great little theater here in Dallas called Oh Look. It's actually in, I think it's in Grapevine, mm-hmm. maybe. 
they do the Evil Dead musical every year. And uh, I'm, I'm like, okay, guys, you got to do this. <laughs> this has got to be on your, on your to-do. They also did the uh, Silence of the Lambs musical, uh, which was also amazing. But COVID, COVID fucked them up pretty bad. Um, hopefully they can get back to it. But yeah, I loved it, man. So much fun. I feel like oh, I've seen Silence of the Lambs. He's been turned into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I know, like, doggy. holy shit. He got turned into a toad. <laughs> All right. Um, so if you, have to, a duck. if you had to pick one song as like your favorite. From this it's movie, it's the 17 song. 17. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. So much angst. And it's like that just rebellion thing. And then it was just the, the effects were really cool. That the way the room turned into like a stage and just it was so much fun. And again, it's like this is like ADD wet dream movie. You know? <laughs> You're just like, I'm bored. No, I'm not. I'm bored. No, I'm, not. I'm bored. No, I'm not. There's just it's almost like they they took a bunch of ADD people and like, when do you when do you lose interest? They're like 30 seconds. Okay. It's like the makers of TikTok saw this movie and they're like this is how you got do it. it yeah <laughs> it's like how walt disney would like walk and see how or count how many steps people would take before they threw trash away and that's how close he put his trash cans in disney world that's how what the, the creator of this movie did with uh with deficit disorder people yeah <laughs> it also feels like it was a uh, a movie where alexa vega this was kind of her like her her graduation movie because you know before this she had done all those spy kids movies and so this movie kind of let her shed a lot of that and, and do something a lot more adult. And then she just hit the ground running after this. She did like machete, a ton of other stuff. And so city, I, the second one. Yeah, oh yeah. So she, she got to, she really got to kind of show off her chops. And, you know, like I said, 17, I definitely say it'd probably be my favorite song too. It's just, it just really encapsulates what she's going through. And also there's something incredibly sexy. And I know this probably sounds perverted, but she's in that little, that little skimpy t-shirt, but you never see anything. Oh, she's that... 17. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're in Texas. Thank you, Governor <laughs> The one thing Governor That doesn't Abbott make it sound done. better. David, no, I really thought you were going to go with the bald head thing for a second. Like, I don't know no. what it is about it, but just the way I can see my reflection when she's... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just, it was, it, was, it was shot very well because you never see anything, but it's just, it's almost it's like... like we were looking. We were looking. It's like when Ariel... <laughs> Ariel the little mermaid turns numbers? into a human. You know, you never see her cooch, but there it is. You know it's there. Somewhere. You know it's there. human bottom. This is the cast that's going to be known as Exhibit A. And, yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> no, there's oh, again, of again, more evidence. Thank you, thank you, Governor Abbott. Seventeen legal in Texas. Praise Jesus. Oh my God, we are going to jail. All Ducky, right, guys. Ducky, or, we asking, or, I am going in, uh, or I'm going to Congress. <laughs> uh, what was that, Richie? I'm sorry. I, so, I, I was asking everybody what their favorite song in the movie was. Oh, my favorite song was probably 17. I, Everybody's, I no. Yeah. Mine was number two. The the first one, the dad sings, Nathan, the doctor. Uh, I really That's when I started really enjoying the movie, when he was singing it. I like the Repo Man song at the beginning, too. Oh, yeah, it was just like, Repo. And I was like, right on. I can make this musical. I don't have to try too hard. And then <laughs> I, like, I like the I Love You song at the end. I thought that was that cool. was the, That song got me at the end, honestly. Like, I thought I hadn't been caring as much but that song got me at the end and the actual opera song where she's singing and then she pulls out her eyes yeah i was like this is pretty cool i was like we actually get some opera in this This is badass (laughs) so i mean i dug it across the board like i said i wish there was an earworm though i wish there was that one song that you took away from it like phantom of the opera you know where you could think about it all the time but like it is what it is you know it's like jay i like what jay said it's an opera not a musical so deal with it bitches uh all right do we recommend let's go down the line raf do you recommend this movie yeah it was fun fuck yeah jay do you recommend it absolutely five by five hell yeah miles do you recommend it hell yeah dude definitely worth at least experiencing it once i'd say for sure nice david recommend it yes no i i would recommend it to people that uh agree with the 17 is legal law in texas <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 i will i will recommend it 
B. Jay, what you did was Jay, right Jay by leaving. Bob McClintock over there. <laughs> hey, Jay I McRepo. Didn't, hey, I didn't write the law. But don't David, it says me. Jay McRepo, not Jay McRepo down there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking statutory and shit. Richie, do you recommend that you not agree with David? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if David's in charge, that explains why nobody saw the movie. Um, <laughs> but I would definitely say this is something different. And I enjoy difference, especially in movies. So I would definitely recommend this. Show off your film history knowledge. I'm still shocked that you didn't see it before you recommended it for the cast. I told you that. I told you that, Ducky. I know. I didn't I know. know Malone like that, and you turned out to be a good one. Uh-huh. No, yeah, Malone, <laughs> Bill Malone was a fucking classic rap. Thanks. I, I was holding everything in this, like it, I was assuming that my dad had good taste when I recommended it. Yeah. And he did. Your dad had good taste. He, he killed it. So it, this movie rocked. I think it is great. I think it is fun. I think it is a high recommendation. So yes, watch it, enjoy it, and become a cult classic. Uh, fan with the rest of us. Sorry, the alcohol took effect. Dress up as the Repo Man when it's at the theater. Repo Man. That's a cool outfit, man. I, I want I want to do it because I love the lights inside the eyes. It's so cool. Hell yeah. Hey everyone, it's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. All right, Pray let's watch some clips. Clipping it up. You guys ready? Yeah, if you we didn't clip the puppet. Oh, shit, that's loud. Did I clip the what? I said, if you didn't clip the puppet scene, you're fired, Doug. Oh, yeah, I clipped <laughs> it. Repo Man. The whole time I was watching this, I was trying to think of it as being on a stage. Oh, yeah. And it was a single, like, scene for the stage, too. They, like, did the whole thing under, like, a single scene. But he always has a way of finding you. Look, Jay, it's Kenny. He will come at your weakest hour. (laughs) It really does. It's Kenneth Crow, dude. (laughs) Until our debts are clear, we will live in fear of the... Good kills, man. That that puts the the Riddler outfit to shame. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's totally the Riddler outfit, though. So you know who that guy is, right? Paul uh, Dano. The guy who's playing the Repo Man right now is actually the Grave Robber. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the opening scenes, it was the Grave Robber under yeah. the costume. Cool city. I this this sold. I know it's bad CGI, but like it's I still thought cool it was, though, man. It's pretty cool. You yeah. wanted to explore the city more, didn't you? For me, it was like, intentionally mm-hmm. bad. That's the thing. Sometimes, like, it sets the scene. It sets kind of like a feeling. You know what I mean? Even though it's not like photorealistic, it's just you, you know what it reminded me of. Did you guys ever play Borderlands? Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the Borderlands skins. The cell shading. Yeah, the cell shading. Thank you. This is why they had comic book scenes at the beginning. I'm sure because of the amount of money to CGI something like that. <laughs> Shoot the messenger. The grave robber. It's quick. It's clean. It's I want. I'm not gonna lie. I want to try something. <laughs> it could change your life. I like that it just comes out. Like you don't have to process yeah. it or cook nah. it. There's no snot in a, there. You stick a needle in some dead dude's brain, pull and back, you get blue and goo. you got a drug. Yeah. Yeah. It's the and you just put it on your uh, your skin, and you're good to go. Yeah. Rub it on your dick. <laughs> it is the blue pill, bro. Look. From Stacey. To steal and rob. Not sure why he screamed, but okay. We have grave robbers on premises. I 
Yeah. I just I clipped this part because of the body piles was nice. Oh, that's really cool. Man. I thought it was yeah. cool. Yeah. That guy jizzes on himself. Designer heart still beats with common blood. This cool. is kind of, that reminds me of the orgy I was in once. Oh shit! With all the dead bodies, with all the seventeen-year-olds. Well, no, no, they were they were a bunch <laughs> of eighty, bunch jokes. of like like fifty-year-olds, <laughs> so they kind of looked like dead bodies. I really, I really like the uh, the holograms it's, here. It's yes, really cool. that's yeah. cool hallway. I thought this yeah. badass. It's really like, messed up that you have a bunch of pictures of your deceased wife that are constantly looking at you and moving around. Like that's yeah. just so much extra torment. Well, it just shows his obsession because that's what it's about. His his yep. keeping his daughter captured. He's keeping the last bit of his wife alive. You know what I mean? Constant reminder. And his obsession with his dead wife has consumed him. So it's just... And, uh, it's, gotcha. you, you compare it... Well, you compare it to the other. This is very comparative to what Mr. Freeze does. Mm. Absolutely. So it's, uh, oh, yeah, good point. So he's the secondary... <clears throat> Speaking of which, at the end of the hallway, there is not a hologram, but a body behind a window. And I couldn't help but to think maybe that was his wife. They never say that specifically, but maybe he has embalmed her or something like that. I see at the end of the hallway. Is that his wife right there? Oh, this looks like another picture oh, to me. Dude, it, Honestly, no, I thought it, looked it looked like a different. Body. Yeah, it looked different as every uh, okay. time they shot it. Yeah. Yeah. I think let's get him. Um, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I say nothing. This kind of reminds me of like this has a very much like a music video feel. I really it, this this really reminded me a lot of I would do anything for love, but I won't do that with Meatloaf. Oh it's yeah, kind of that very theatrical kind of kind of use to it. And I thought it was also ironic because Meatloaf was also in Rocky Horror Picture Show because yeah. it's very obviously this movie was <clears throat> heavily heavily influenced by that. I would love to get a Jim Steinman fucking uh, musical. I don't think he ever wrote any musicals, but he wrote so many good songs. And he wrote Meat Loaf's first album, of course, and the Battle of Hell uh, 2. But yeah, I would love to see a musical made out of the music that he produced over time. That would be really A cool. musical or an opera? Well, I mean, shit, it could Ooh. be another opera. You're right, man. Like, his music was just crazy. Rock opera. Rock opera. Rock opera. What I've become. I like his sweater. It's pretty sweet. I'm gonna get one. What's up, puppy? Yeah, that looks like a body in there, man. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's a body. A, yeah, it's not a okay. A little I'm bit gonna... of incest. Where the fuck is Dad, brothers? He left me in charge, sister. I don't take lip from my slugs. My brother and sister should Polly, fuck. Shut I the love that fuck mask. Up. I'm the smartest and the toughest. I will find a hole and fuck it. I thought the scene was going in a different direction at that point. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, I was like, there we go. So did my dick. Chop Chop, chop Chop came to play. I was like, all right, let's go. Oh, shit. Human puppet. Oh, yeah. So good, man. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> it's a, it, a lot of this has like uh, early Marilyn Manson music video vibe. Yeah. How'd that guy keep a straight face? But this is what I'm saying. He has fun with it. He likes yeah. it in the repo, man. He enjoys being it. Like, I was talking about so, the, the guy playing the dead body is who would be struck. I would be dying. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many takes that took. I mean, she's there's a gag reel. Um, Blowjobs. I don't know why I clipped it, but I thought it was funny. Because it's funny. He just He's planning to revisit it later. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool mask, man. It is really cool. It said one of the first masks, I think it was the director's girlfriend's face. No, that's hot. That's just nasty. I literally said nasty out loud when this shit happened. Nasty. He pulled out the spine. Dude, so, the gore is so good in this. It really so is. Paris oh, look, I love that. I love that looking at the barcode. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I thought that was cool too. This is the first time you realized it was her? Yeah, uh, no, after this even. I, oh, wow. I think, yeah, it was after this for me too. Yeah, because I was like, because like, I was like, oh, that girl's doing really good. Like in my head, like, I was like, she's doing really good in this school. And then I saw this person and I was like, what the fuck? And when the gun goes off, Miss Sweet is ready for surgery. Surgery. 
It's a badass outfit. But the one the guys are wearing? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait. Those leather chaps, bro. <laughs> and oh, see, it tells you earlier that she changes her face a lot. So when I saw it was Paris, I thought, are there multiple people playing this role? So that's when I actually looked it up and I was like, oh shit, it's been her the whole time. Yeah. And then I wonder if she's going to get rid of that big old honk or she got, oh, I'm in <laughs> What? She got, doesn't have a big nose? She got, I got a big <laughs> nose. I can, I can say she's got a big nose. He's killing it. Give the man an Oscar or whatever the horror equivalent is. A Tony? <laughs> he literally chopped the guy's head off. You get to see for a second. Wow, singing. I don't think he could use those body parts again either, so I don't know if he's a really good repo man. Yeah, what was the point of just slicing the dice and... That's just to release, to release the beast in that scene. That's all yeah, they cared about. And like, if you're just there to like repossess like a kidney, wouldn't you just go ahead and just like <laughs> take everything at that point? Like, Miles, he's an artist. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's in the, the fine print of the contract, man. He has you integrity, all right? Yes. Uh, the repo code. What you don't know, there's other repo men in other cities. And so there is a bar that has been set that he has to reach. Because, you know, you know just like with comedy, you know, the Austin comics will talk shit about the Dallas comics and vice versa. He has got to fucking keep his game up here. Yeah. You're saying you don't want him to have an audit? No. <laughs> <laughs> Projectorize. Don't look back till you're free Those were cool as shit, dude. Yes, they I thought were. she did a pretty good job in this movie, too. This is Remind apparently like a famous opera singer, and this was her first movie role. She killed it. Those effects are really good. <laughs> it reminds me of the dog in Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Joan Thank Jett, you, bitches. Hey, what came first, this or Ever Essence? Uh, Evanescence. 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 Okay. Evanescence. Yeah, was early 2000s. High school. Yeah. Late nineties. Yeah, I was jerking off too. All right. Yeah, I was jerking off with Joan Jett. Sweet Jesus. But not to the seventeen-year-old. Uh -huh. David's favorite shirt in the movie. <laughs> First of all, I, like man I knew I recognized her in the movie, but I did not recognize it was Joan Jett until you said that. I was like, ah, oh, that's exactly who it was. That makes that song even cooler. Yeah, and I just want to say I'm into older women like a son of a bitch. Testify. Yeah. I always testify. thought Joan Jett was dead. Dude, that's that's why, women... you and, that's why you and David are friends. You don't have. Yeah, to older women are hot, man. Older women are hot <laughs> because they usually make more money and they know how to do stuff better. Hmm. And they can so cook. They can like they can give you a blowjob while making a butt cake. Yeah. So so we've heard <laughs> we've heard David Spectrum just based on this movie, alone. based on that one song alone. It's all oh, seventeen or younger, or or fifty year old. Yeah. Yeah. He basically Best just ignores women between like twenty and forty. That's There's the, a good the, shot. Yeah, Thanks. This is the smallest theater too. Well, you, the town was in shambles. There can't be that many people who live there. Yeah. <laughs> this is all the rich people in one room. My liver was wrecked, but now now I can drink as much as I want. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Fuck these eyes. <laughs> when you see the fingernail yeah. that's when you yeah. realize it's about yeah. to happen that's what i exactly i was like holy shit she's gonna mm. a, a good reveal no i didn't see that happen <laughs> oh! oh damn but it, then it sucks so bad that she just gets killed right here like she has to go through this and then she doesn't even get her freedom but she said she accepted about that, that was her fuck you to him she knew yeah she that was more important than living yeah, but I still think he wins when he drops her on that fence. I agree. Which is literally two seconds later, so it's a short-lived. Wow, wow, even he was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> the reveal. <laughs> Riddler down! Riddler down! Mm -hmm. Wake me up. <laughs> What'd you say, Jay? 
I just had to have an essence. So I was like, wake me up. <laughs> wake me up. Wake me up. A teaspoon. <laughs> a teaspoon of sugar. Need to know. Gotta fight it's not your fault. Me, it's just me who failed you. It's his medicine. <laughs> and they start doing smack. <laughs> Smoke this crap. <laughs> the epic climax. No! And that's it. <laughs> and then love you so much. I thought this song was good. The song was very good. Did anyone cry? Be honest. I teared up. No. Yeah. Yeah, after I, I mean, I, I cried because I was so happy. <laughs> goth opera. Goth opera. Blood saga. I'm telling you, that's Kenneth K. Like, <laughs> no, his voice is exactly Kenneth K. It's Gale. so crazy, dude. Bill Mosley being Bill Mosley. I can't hear you. I can't fucking hear you, you fucking peasants. You gotta start a fire. Channeling a Jim Carrey right there. <laughs> ah, Bill Mosley's the best. All right, guys, recommendations. Let's see what we got. First of all, we're going to have to do it. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Now, I do recommend this movie because I recommend <clears throat> that I try to actually watch this son of a bitch because I can't get through it. Has anyone ever gotten through this movie? Oh, yeah. Yes, million, love it, millions man. and millions of people. Love it. Love, love it. Love it. <laughs> I picked I mean, it's, it's a movie you have to watch in the theater with other people. You don't it's a cult movie, yeah. It's yeah, you don't want to watch because it's about the audience interacting with what's on the screen. You can't if, watch this you, movie at home. If you watch Rocky Horror Picture, if you watch Rocky Horror Picture Show without other people looking at you, does it even count? I mean, no. like, <laughs> it's, it's, is this the one where they throw the only spoons? if you're wearing heels? Yes, yes. There's a bunch of shit happening, throwing yeah. spoons or yelling. Is it at this? Is this stuff. spoons or is it the room they throw the spoons? I can't remember. What no, this is the one they they throw spoons. All right, so throwing the spoons. Next, I'm going to recommend. Little Shop of Horrors. The oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. Nice. I would consider it a horror movie. I would put it. In camp. Yeah, it is. Did you did you ever notice a scene where uh, my my wife played this for her her class and one of the kids pointed something out really interesting? In the doctor's office, there's a woman that walks by and the plant smells her crotch because she's <laughs> on her period. <laughs> That's awesome. You've had some very specific details. This there it is, right there. There it is. There it is. That was right there. There it is. Yeah, get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It's great. That plant was trying to eat ass before it was cool, dude. <laughs> this, did you know this movie was directed by Frank Oz? Who also, yes, I did. Yeah, mm -hmm. Frank Oz is the shit. He's always making awesome stuff. I love. Oh, my parents so on this on VHS. This. So and in the this. original Little Shop of Horror movies, <laughs> Roger, Roger Corman movie, do you know who played that? The, not the dentist, but the character that was Bill Murray's character. No, Jack Nicholson. That's right, Jack Nicholson wow. was in the original. Isn't that fucking crazy? Awesomeness, great movie. Do you guys have any recommendations? Whether it's a musical or something? I do. I do. Um, I would like to recommend uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. That is a fantastic rock opera. And I would like to recommend a music video, if you guys don't mind. Uh, Let's hit it. Let's put it up. All right. It's uh, the band Winger, and the song is called She's Only 17. Really, really <laughs> I am not pulling that up, David Jessup. <laughs> what? Not you played that like a fucking champ, good sir. My God. All right. Next recommendation. Fuck that. <laughs> got a couple of them I'll do. Um, All right. What you got? Both of them are the they're not really connected to this film as much as parts of this film reminded me of them. One of them is actually a movie that Jay just brought up in our group chat. It's a uh, popcorn from 1991. Uh, there's like a face stealing concept in that movie that it kind of reminded me of the dude that wears other people's faces. Uh, but the other one is if you were a fan of the comic book scene specifically a uh, little over a year ago, Shudder did an exclusive. It was a creep show animated special. Yes. Uh, and it's real cool. Uh, two two stories that were done uh, in that like comic books animated style. The guy that was eating himself. Yeah, that one was yeah, good. I, I actually think story. I like the tweeting at the circus one slightly more, but the one, the guy on the island was gnarly. Yeah. Funny fact about the tweeting at the circus uh, uh, short on, on creep show. It's one of the first times my hometown was ever mentioned in uh, in a in a movie in a horror capacity. It mentions Plano, Texas, 
Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Specifically in that in that in that short, I, I was really like, oh yay! It's just fun. We made it. Usually, it's just yeah. drugs when they're talking about Plano. Yeah, now we're talking about <laughs> zombie circuses. I gotta go to Plano. Uh, <laughs> Raph, Richie, do you have anything? Yeah, I got uh, Sweeney Todd. Fuck yes. Okay, yeah, there you go. Dude, great one. I saw yeah. that live, a local uh, version of that, and it was so amazing live, yeah. man. It's really wow. good. And also uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what? Yeah. I was going to do that as a recommend, but I didn't. Oh, I, okay. I was, it's a I good like, recommendation. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Nightmare Before Christmas uh, uh, parody they do? And it's uh, about when he's doing the snow. What's this? Oh, he goes, fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this. You know yeah. it's really cold. Fuck yeah. this. Fuck this. <laughs> it's getting funny. in my soul. <laughs> Richie, what you got? Um, well, I mean, clearly we're all missing the elephant in the room here. The the easiest transition from, especially for David, would be Sound of Music for, you know, I am 16 <laughs> on 17. <laughs> I mean, it checks the horror list. It's got Nazis in it. Yep. It's got Nazis. one of the longest movies of all time that I never wish to see again. Um, but, you know, for the 17 joke, we can recommend it. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Jay, did you recommend something? No, I can't. Uh, a, a, kind of another forgotten movie. It came out around the same time as Popcorn. Uh, it has to do with very much in kind of the same vein of, uh, you know, organs and things and whatnot is the movie Body Parts with Jeff Fahey. Oh, uh, Jeff a, Fahey. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a classic. Uh, he, uh, he, he gets uh, somebody else's, uh, I believe it's a, somebody else's arm. And he starts actually getting the memories and whatnot of the of the person before him. So it's kind of a and that's a thriller, that's a real thing that happens, man. That that people get they get uh, body parts from someone else put inside of them, and they take they take on that person's personality, the traits wow. or stuff like that. It's fucking yep. crazy. Um, right on. Well, that is a look at Repo, the genetic opera. We appreciate you checking us out, Miles. Where can they find you on the internet? Uh, you can check me out everywhere at Mr. Most Days Off. And along with Richie, you can check out our Simpsons podcast, the Best Darn Diddly Review Show. That's D-I-D-D-L-Y. Right on. Richie, where can they find you on the internet? I am at the whiz underscore kid 23. I almost never respond um, unless you <laughs> tweet at me because, you know, social media is annoying these days. Um, but you should definitely follow our podcast. And since he didn't give you the at, I'll, I'll hit you with that ad. That's at Best Darn Diddly, the D-I-D-D-L-Y part that he oh, mentioned. Yeah. Raph, how about you? Where can they find your stuff? Uh, first of all, check out their podcast. The, they, they just put it out last night. They roast each other. They, they roast the their guests for the first 10 minutes. It's fucking oh, Who did we have on? <laughs> it was the guy that canceled with the baby. Oh. <laughs> bro, it was so fucking good. Oh, bro. I still didn't finish it. But uh, yeah, find me at RFLSON87. I'll be changing that. And uh, thank you, guys. I got a bunch of subscribers, a bunch of views. Thank you. I oh, man, appreciate it. I'll be putting more content out soon. Thank you, guys. I don't think that was us. I think that was all you, man. Because uh, anyhow. David, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at Stop Motion Nightmares on uh, Facebook if you want to look at my stop motion videos. And, and you if you want to go to the Instagram, look up Children of Dave, and I post my kit bashes, and I'm working on one for Raph right now. Wow. Um, yeah. And if you're on the Reddit, look up Geiger Drone. So I, I like to have as many different names as possible. Yes, it makes it people. easy to find you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can find us at wearepodcast.podbean.com where you can find all the podcasts. Hopefully we're going to do another We Are Air this week. I'm excited for that. Uh, you can check out our social media at backslash wearepodcast uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, yeah, and you can find us, of course, every Monday here for Camp Slash Horrorcast where we talk horror movies from the past mm-hmm. live at 8 p.m. Central on Twitch. Uh, next week will be Velocipaster. Which is yeah. Rab's birthday pick. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what's going on with this movie. I am terrified. That's Hope's uh, pick. I'm going to blame her for that. All right, Hope. <laughs> how dare you? Uh, with that said, guys, keep horror in your heart. Thank you so much for being here for the podcast, guys. I really appreciate it. Keep horror in your motherfucking heart. And we will cut the feed. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Love you all. Bye. She's only 17. 17. That's a real song, y'all. That's a real song. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, 
Podbean, and iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And since this is Camp Slash Horrorcast, if you want to check us out live, we will be on Twitch and YouTube every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Hobby. We're breaking down that pop culture, and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Begoo, a video game podcast, where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream.